Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. All right, welcome everyone to the Hank Haney Podcast. Great to be with you. We've got our uh, all-star cast with you uh, today. Uh, Minnesota Tim, our producer, uh, is in Minnesota, of course. Uh, and uh, the great predictor, Steve Johnson, is, uh, is with us. we got a lot to talk about this morning. Going to get into a little Rory, uh, maybe a little rules talk. Uh, first thing I want to do is check in with everybody. How are we doing, um, Steve? What? Uh, give me a give me a report on on uh, how you're doing in Dallas. I, I got to be honest with you, Hank. Not not a great day today here in Dallas, really? Texas. All well, the what golf happened? business. It was a beautiful day. The weather was okay. great. Weather, good but, weather. But uh, you know, I you know I run our operations here in Dallas, and we yeah. have our staff meeting. And okay, two of our workers, you know, young guys want to be teachers, want to be in the in the club business, or you know, teaching business, to promoting golf. But no one's taught them how to to budget. No budgeting. So we've got uh, two guys <laughs> that can't pay their budgeting rent. Budgeting what? What does that have to do with they teaching? Can't, they, they, well, I mean, it, it has to do a lot with my budgeting day. Budgeting time yeah, or what? No, no. This is budgeting dollars. Okay. okay. Two guys, uh, they can't, can't pay their rent. They're broke. No rent payments. So we had okay. a little powwow and... Uh, now their cars are broken down too. We got two cars broken down, and two guys can't pay their rent. So that that didn't start the day off too well. Okay, so, so. how did this end up on your plate? Ex- explain this to me. These guys work for me. Okay, so they come in and they just uh, crying poor. I'm I'm broke. I, 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 I'm, I, this is why they didn't show up for work because their car was broke, and then that that translated into uh, the the rest of the conversation with the rent payment. There you go. That's how it started. That's how the day started out right there. Okay, that so, was so not good. C- couldn't make it to work. Uh, did they have a lesson they couldn't make it to? I almost no no lesson. The lessons were in the afternoon, so we were dealing okay, with well, this in the morning. How are you going to get unbroke if you can't get to work? Well, that's that's a problem. And I they got I was, an Uber. I, what about I started an Uber? telling them about your five rules to uh, you can't say this stuff. What about an Uber? Do they know about Uber? They do do Uber. They they will do Uber. Uber, but. The, have you ever done Uber, by the way? I have not done Uber. I knew he hadn't done it. Tim, I, Tim, uh, step in here. Uh, have you ever done Uber? I do Lyft. I'm a big Lyft guy. Okay, you Lyft. Why do you like Lyft over Uber? I don't. I've never actually tried Uber. Um, but okay. when I was in DC, I always took a Lyft from the airport to my apartment because by the time the uh, plane landed. The trains were always closed, so I always had oh, to lift okay. it. I always had to okay, do a so lift. you do lift. So maybe yep. Steve does lift. Steve, do you do lift instead of Uber? Or do you do Uber? No, I do car. You've never done lift. Ne- never done lift. Never done Uber. What about uh, when you do, go do to New have York? You've been in New York a couple times to see some plays with your wife, your family, your kids. I mean, yeah, I you have went been to the, in cars, uh, musical or whatever, whatever you did there. You right, did I have been there. in cars, but I have not been the host to the Uber. I am. Uh, I don't have the Uber app. I've, I've not done don't. that. So uh, shame on me. Shame on you. You think it's hard the, to get? You're not very technical minded, are you? No, 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 not at all. That's what because you're you're like the only person in America, I think, that doesn't have an Amazon account. 
Are you going to start piling on me here after this bad day that I've had? <laughs> okay, no, okay. So, so now, this let's is go not, this back. day okay, is not so over. This day is not the, over. Back to the employees. Back to the employees. I, I, I just knew when, when, when we said Uber, I could sense you'd never done an Uber. So no, I just had to step no. in there with that. I, I kind of can read you. You know, <laughs> it's some of those skills that you possess. I possess them a little bit too. Yeah, uh, I'm, and, I'm rubbing off on you. Yeah, you are rubbing off on me. Okay, so, so you, the guys didn't show up for work. Got the two workers, uh, can't pay the rent, cars broken down. They're, wow. You know, uh, one of them's sick because of the stress of all the uh, not being able to pay. They're late on their rent. Okay. So that's how I started the day out. We, uh, you know, I did, I, I don't use Uber, but I did take $100 out of my pocket and give it to one of the guys so he could get, uh, he could pay his share of the rent, by the way. So I did, I have compassion for him that way, but I, I just, is that a loan or a gift? Yeah, no, that's a loan. Okay. That is, that is a loan. That's not a gift. So here, that was the start of my day. The end of my day, Hank, was I was getting ready. I was looking forward to talking to you guys. Yeah. Going to talk a lot about golf. Get ready to, to go home to, to, to prepare. You know how I do prepare all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Do a lot of studying, research. researching. So the guy that's supposed to close the shop tonight okay. calls. Supposed to be there at 3 o'clock. Yeah. Calls at 2.48. 2.48, okay. Doesn't think he's going to be able to come in. Why? He's on the toilet. He's calling from the toilet. Yep. And he says, I've never heard, I have, I've heard my grandmother say this one time. I haven't heard this in so long, but he said he was impacted. <laughs> he was impacted. <laughs> and I said, no shit, huh? He said, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Did you tell him about uh, Metamucil? Metamucil? I, I did. I did. I did. Mix tell him up about in your orange juice in the morning. Some, he'd taken something, but it says he had it hadn't worked yet. Let me tell you that taking something when you when when you're past the point of no return, when you take something, it just packs it in there tighter. I know from experience. You got to have a constant plan, <laughs> a consistent plan. You got to be you got to be diligent about it. Uh, morning, you know, afternoon and night, take a little bit uh, of Metamucil. You're good to go. He was hurt. He said it was close, but he could not get he could not get over the speed bump. <laughs> he gives you this, this yeah. he gives you this play by play from Well, the- I mean, yeah, I said I said, Are you gonna be able to make it in or not? He says, It's just I gotta get it over this speed bump here, and I, I may be able to make it in. So I was in the oh I was in the pro God. shop. I was in the pro shop until okay. six o'clock tonight. So he it took him three in, in three hours and twelve minutes, he still hadn't had any movement. And he he did he did get some movement and he felt good enough to come in so that's the end of my day right there okay not good not a good one <laughs> oh man okay that's a that's a that's a great start to the podcast right there Tim what about your day give me a give me a little uh, recap of your day oh I'm having I'm having a better day I uh, slept in this morning until about eight o'clock. Got some Chipotle okay. for dinner, and then you know what? What I'm really happy about Hank is that now that I'm in St. Louis Park, now that uh, it's in the off season in the Field of Dreams, I, you know, you know how I had my setup back when I was living at my parents for yeah. two yeah. months or whatever, where I, where I had to run my phone upstairs. Yeah, that was quite a deal. That was quite a deal. Let me let me paint a picture on that. I called Minnesota Tim, and the reception is very poor. Uh, so I call him back on the. Because he's out in the sticks, uh, way out there. A lot of cornfields where Tim Tim's lives, and uh, I call him up. Can't uh, can't get a, a good one bar, maybe if you're lucky, one bar. And then 
I call him. Uh, it doesn't work. So I call him back FaceTime. Well, when we record, uh, there's an issue with recording on uh, FaceTime and running it through the computer. I don't know. Tim's explained it to me, but it doesn't work. Okay. So you can only do do uh, a regular phone line. What do you got? You got AT&T? What are you? I got Verizon. Okay, Verizon. Supposed to be the biggest network ever. Uh, covers everywhere except for your house. Uh, and then, uh, so what he does is he runs the phone upstairs. His uh, his parents have a, a, a mansion, a two-story mansion. He runs it upstairs to the attic. He puts the phone in the attic as high as he can get it. So it's like it's like a better satellite reception. He's got the phone in there, and then he runs downstairs and gets on his computer, which is you know. But I gotta when I dial him back, I gotta I gotta allow time for him to get down this big house. It's a big big house, so we got a lot a lot of time for him to get downstairs, and then he's uh, he's on the computer. Now you're you're in your apartment, uh, and you got good reception. It sounds like yeah, really my, my yeah, my phone is literally right next to me sitting okay. at this desk now that I'm in St. Louis Park and and okay. it's honestly pretty enjoyable I got full bars don't have to worry about yeah. running my phone to the top of the apartment so it's nice okay good good and you got um the are you sleeping in the closet or uh, how's that working out oh it's great i've slept great these this week this is my first week officially moved in and uh, yeah. I, had, I had the place in October, but I didn't officially move in, get all my clothes, everything situated, everything ready to go until November. And uh, I've slept great. Oh, it feels so good in the closet. It's nice. Okay. All right. So that's he's a studio apartment, but it's a, there's a little room, which is really a closet, and but it fits. It's a perfect size. Uh, I, we've talked about this before. It's like the size of a twin bed or a, a what is it? A, a, a full it's a size full, bed. Full size bed. Yep. Yeah, sixty inches wide, uh, and you got uh, two inches on each side. You squeeze in there, and you're in the closet, and you're sleeping like a like a baby. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Thing. All right. So you had a good day. All right. All right. Good. All right. Uh, let's talk a little golf. Uh, okay. How about if we do that? Steve, are you going to snap out of it, Steve? I'm ready. I'm ready, okay? man. I've been okay. doing my research. Uh, I'm, I'm ready. What have you researched? Tell me what you've researched. Well, a little bit of uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I mean, one of the things that <laughs> that uh, that caught my eye was yeah. another rules violation, Hank. Another rules oh, really? violation. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It, was, uh, it happened to be on the LPGA Q School. Tim has the the full report on that. <laughs> LPGA. Q school. Q school. Yes, yeah, one of the okay. biggies. Where, they, they, Where they do play. they have that? I don't. I don't follow the LPJ as as everyone knows. Uh, but the where did, where where is the LPJ Q school? They were at Pinehurst. Really? What what course? Um, it just says that. Um, it just says on. They got a lot of courses in Pinehurst. Yeah, it just says on Pinehurst number nine, the par three seventeenth hole. So it that's all it says in this story okay. here. Okay. All right. What what happened? So according to uh, Golf Week's Ben Ann Nichols, uh, an infraction occurred to uh, Christina Kim. She hit her shot Thursday on Piners number nine, the par three seventeenth hole, and as her playing partner Dewey Weber prepared to play, the third player in the group, Kendall Dye, motioned to Weber's caddy, Jacqueline Schram, asking if Weber had hit an eight iron. Shram confirmed through, although Weber had actually hit a nine iron. So what happened is that 
a playing partner asked another playing partner which club they selected. And then here's, and this is where the beginning of the controversy happens. So Kim sees that, but doesn't report it until 10 holes later to a rules official. So <laughs> that's where, that's problem wow. number one. And then problem okay. number two is, and then Kim takes it to social media, starts going on Twitter, creates uh, a lot of discussion there. There's a whole lot of rambling going on on Twitter right now about the whole Christina Kim controversy in, on the LPJQ school. And um, so that's where we stand right now. Okay, so what? who got penalized? Uh, the two playing partners that were with Christina Kim, they each got two shots. Oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. All right, so what, what? Okay, so you can look in somebody's bag. Nobody can stop you from doing that. But you can't tell somebody what you saw or you got to look yourself. You can't uh, signal it's asking advice. I remember when, when I was talking one day with uh, Mark Lai, and he said he'd played in a qualifying for the U.S. Open. And he was playing with, I think he was playing with, I think Bruce Litsky. And they're qualifying for the U.S. Open. And he asked Bruce, is that pin in the is that pin in the middle of the green? And the guy, rules official, hiding over in the bushes, heard it, and he came out and, and slapped him with with two shots each. <clears throat> so this is something that is is a big rule. I mean, you know, you can't uh, can't give advice, you can't share advice, but yet everybody stands up there on the tee. And they just look in the players' bags. Yeah, you can be a peeping Tom, Hank. You can be a peeping Tom in somebody's bag, but you cannot ask them. That, that doesn't seem that doesn't seem equitable. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure. I, I, it, you know, I mean, you could you could go two ways on this, and I'm sure people are. You could go with uh, a rule's a rule. <laughs> That's what the all the blue blazers will tell you. And then, you know, you could go like, okay, what's fair? I, I guess I, I can't quite fathom asking that. I mean, I've never played with anybody, or, or, or especially in a tournament, that has ever, like, done anything like that. Have you, Steve? No. No. I, I mean, I would never even think about doing something like that. What, what you, you ask another player what the other player hit i mean they always kind of i was kind of like oh nice I, you know i got i stand on the tee i get to see what he hit but but i would never ask somebody i think they deserve the penalty it's, 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 you know i mean i i don't i don't think that, that that's that's weak i mean uh well both the gals owned up to the penalty they said that they were totally responsible what they really upset them though hank was that christina kim went on twitter and she kind of rubbed their nose in the fact that they didn't know the rule. And the whole, her whole comment was, "How no, could they not? Please, how could they know the this rules. Is the, How could they not know the rule?" Well, I mean, remember that fifty-eight shot penalty we had a couple weeks ago? <laughs> oh my remember god! Remember that yeah, one? 58, 58 shot. The, the girl that uh, the senior uh, LPJ senior when the girl didn't. Uh, no, you couldn't line up with the caddy or have your caddy line you up anymore. She got 58-stroke penalty. And everybody she was playing with didn't notice it until the second day. 
uh, where she'd accrued 58 penalty shots. Didn't know it till the second day when finally on the 14th hole or the 15th hole, couldn't remember the, what hole it was, they finally figured out what uh, what was going on, and then they, they gave her all the penalties. I, it's, I don't know. I mean, asking somebody else what they hit, though, I mean, that is one of the most blatant rules things, like, you could. I mean, how do you not know that rule? How do you play golf and not know that rule? No, I mean, I'm sure. I'm. Sh- I, you know, they may have forgotten it. Maybe a little amnesia. But you know, I, I we've been. I played in some junior <laughs> golf tournaments. I played in some junior golf tournaments. This was a okay. many many years ago. That you yeah. play with foreign players, and the foreign players would be speaking their native language, which I had absolutely no idea what they were saying. Uh, and you that's could, good. You could, good. you could see that they were they were talking about what club each of was hitting and all that. I mean, that is, that is blatant cheating, I think. So, hmm. you know, you got right. a rules. I, I think in that case, you got to fall back on a rules, a rule, you know? Yeah, I think so too. Rules, a rule. Uh, slap it on them. Two for you, two for you, two for you. Everybody gets two. Why is there, why, why is it a two shot penalty, by the way, on everything? Why is everything two? Any, any idea? I don't know. <laughs> Do you know why some are one shots and some are two shots? No. Why is a two a two? I mean, if you cheat, shouldn't you be disqualified? Well, you would think so. I mean, cheating. What's more blatant than cheating? Yeah. I mean, if you've created, if you've done something and you, what, you just get two because you claim that you don't know the rules? I mean, that's not a, like a defense in the court of law. Like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know you couldn't uh, murder somebody. You know that doesn't work. You know they're trying. They tried for that. They're, they're trying for that in that college admissions scandal thing. They're trying. That's their the defense that they're trying to use. I didn't know it was anything wrong with what we were doing. Uh, you know, and they're saying that that's not a defense. So how? You know, why on golf is it a a, a two shot penalty when you cheat? Modernization of the rules. You yeah. should be gone. Why is it a 58-shot penalty when somebody lines you up uh, wrong the whole uh, two days? Why is that? Anyway, anyway, it, it's uh, another another rules thing. That is, that's uh, most of the talk is uh, rules, you know, and nobody knows them. The pros don't know them. If the pros don't know them, how's anybody else supposed to know them? That's my point. But that one's pretty simple. Yeah, you, you can't uh, give advice to your playing partners. You can't ask for advice from your playing partners. And uh, she, she get, get uh, they both get two, two for you, two for you. All right, let's take a little break. Uh, check in with our sponsors, and we'll be right back with the great predictor Steve Johnson and uh, Minnesota Tim Parachka on the Hank and E podcast. All right, so uh, back with you, uh, Steve Johnson. Let me ask you this: uh, In your research, did you uh, research uh, Rory? He's uh, right, knocking on the heels. His uh, world of uh, Brooks Kepka, his world ranking is number two. His points, whatever that means, is ten point three three, and Kepka is eleven point four six. So it looks like uh, you know, um, you know, Rory's right there. I mean, he's got a chance to, you know, maybe if he wins. I don't know if he could get there if he wins Dubai. He's playing at the Dubai uh, Tour Championship, which is I think that's like the the final Tour Championship for the European Tour. 
a tough course, but Rory's got the game to play anywhere. If he wins that, I don't know if that'll be enough to beat Kepka. You know, uh, but uh, Rory looks uh, looks pretty good. He looked good uh, yesterday. Solid performance. Wins in a playoff over Xander Shoffley, and uh, he's he's number two in the in the world and uh, backing up that Player of the Year honor that he got. Yeah, a couple things, Hank. One of the things I want to know what kind of books Rory's been reading because remember he talked about it last year that he credited a lot of his his outlook and his kind of his his rejuvenation and his enthusiasm for the game was because of these books he's reading. Tim's got the big book. Tim's got it. What's that book called, Tim? It's The Great Salesman by Ogmandino. Ogmandino. Great sale. Why? I wonder why. What did he just you know, it's an interesting title for a book that's been the key to his golf game. The Great Salesman. Is he... My my first thought is is he's selling himself on how great he is, so that he plays better. I mean, is that what he's selling himself on? What what what, what do you think, Timmy? Give us a book report on that. Have you have you have you cracked the book? <laughs> uh, I'm just reading through the chapters here, so the chapters kind of explain why what the book is called. So I've never read the book. I've never even touched it. But chapter one, it says, I will form good habits and become their slave. Chapter two, greet each day with love in your heart. Chapter three, I will persist until I succeed. Chapter four, I am nature's greatest miracle. Chapter five, live each day as if it were your last. Chapter six. What does this have to do with being a salesman? This could be any, you could be anything. This could be uh, uh, how to be a teacher or something, how to be a coach. Right. How to be a student, how to be anything. So the primary message of this book um, according to the book's research and stuff, it says, do it now. So it's a mental book, it appears. Okay, yeah, definitely a mental book. Uh, great. Uh, okay, so uh, Og, explain, uh, spell this for us. So we, we, I'm, I'm going to look this book up. I'm, i got to find one of these. Okay, so the exact, uh, so the exact wording of the uh, chapter, the greatest salesman in the world, and by Og, O-G, and then that's, that's the first name, and then the last name is Mandino, M-A-N-D-I-N-O. Og Mandino. Well, it, it makes sense, Hank, because, you know, remember we talked, Roy Mac- McElroy talked about the fact that he was losing his enthusiasm for playing. We could see it, that he just was going through the motions. Uh, maybe this is the thing that really got him, uh, he got the, the flame fired up again. That live each day like it's your last, you know? Well, the flame is definitely going. He's giving credit to the wife too. Yeah, I mean that's that's always good to give credit to your wife. I mean she's she's yeah. part of the team. But let me ask you a question: If if Roy McIlroy is so close to number one, Brooks Kepka, how how long is Brooks going to be on the shelf? Is is he coming back? We don't know. We don't know yet. And we're going to find out pretty. I think we're going to find something out. When Tiger makes the uh, President's Cup picks, when, when are those picks, anyways? I thought they were like uh, tomorrow, but November seventh. The U.S. team okay. picks on November seventh. <laughs> okay. The in- international right. team November sixth. Okay, so they're going to leave somebody out. I I would guess that either Kepka's going to let Tiger know before then, or. 
I don't know. Maybe he's just going to hang him out there and Tiger will say, okay, this will be my, these, you know, this guy's going to be my first alternate. Or do you think he's going to go with the, the thing that all the captains say? Do you think he's going to say it? What's that? That's the, that's what I want to know. That's the, the, the Vegas bet I want right now. The toughest phone call. That's a, that's a bet I want. Will he say in his, in his press conference, will Tiger say that was the toughest, one of the toughest things I ever had to do? Like even tougher than coming out in front of the blue screen? No. Or no, uh, that, that was tough. That yeah. was tough. When he had to fess up, you know, yeah. he had fessed up in front of his mom, in front of his best friend, Noda Begay, yeah. in front of his mentor, Mark Steinberg. Yeah. You think he's gonna? You think he's gonna come with that? You think he'll say this is a, one of the toughest, toughest thing I ever had to do? No way. Was call no way. somebody and tell them they weren't gonna be on the team? Like for instance, it looks it looks like it's gonna be uh, Ricky. Ricky's gonna be odd man out. Really? That's what. Well, that's what people are saying. That's what people are are speculating. They say, you know, the, the it's when Finau was uh, number nine, and then you had. Uh, I don't know. Tiger was 13. These are the original points list, okay? So you've got uh, Patrick Reed was 12. Uh, who who was 11? We've got Ricky Fowler was number 11. Gary Woodland? No, Gary Gary Woodland was 10. Ricky Fowler was 11. And uh, Patrick Reed was 12. Okay, so somebody's got to be odd man out because Tiger's in. We, already, we know that. Uh, you know, pressure from the tour. Pressure from TV, pressure from uh, the fact that uh, you know he just wants to be the a, a playing captain. You know, Jack was Arnie. They, they weren't they playing captains at some point in the Ryder Cup, so you know he wants to be that too. Uh, yeah, I think he thinks it would be you know cool. Uh, and he and he and he he should be on the team. He, he won the Masters. He just won the Zozo uh, Championship. Zozo Championships, eighty second win. Every player is going to say, Tiger, you need to pick yourself. So, I mean, there's just no way he's not going to pick himself. I mean, that's just no chance. Uh, so, Okay, here's, here's means, an over-under. Give me an over-under on this. Yeah. When he picks himself, does, do you think he'll say, the committee decided to pick me? The committee. <laughs> and he's a committee of one. We know that already. No, he'll make some kind of joke. He'll make, there'll be some kind of a joke like there was when, he, when they asked him after the Zozo Championship when he said, the player definitely impressed the captain, oh, and they're one. Indeed. They're one in the same. So he'll make some kind of of a joke. You know, it'll be it'll be like a tiger joke, which won't really be like funny, but he'll he'll kind of laugh and and that's that that that, that that'll, that's how he'll do it. There'll be some kind of a joke, and, and then there'll be somebody out, and it'll probably it's not going to be Woodland. We know that uh, Patrick Reed. It was interesting. Patrick Reed shot 66 the last round. I saw the headline on PGATour.com. And one of the headlines was Patrick Reed impresses in his final uh, something or another, you know, like the final rehearsal or, you know, final impression. It said something like that. It just was so stupid. I, I, I'm like, when is this thing again? It's in December. It's early December. <laughs> it's in December. Yeah, right. What what does how what does what somebody shot in November, the beginning of November, have to do with December? Yeah, I don't know. 
It's a long time away, Hank. That is a long time. Yeah, to time. me, it means it means it means nothing. But that's the logic they'll use when they get rid of Ricky. I didn't even realize this because you know when you look at the PJ Tour, I mean, it really boils down to you know what's Tiger doing, uh, what's Kepka doing in the majors. You know, that's kind of what it what it boils down to. Rory, you know, I mean, is Rory going to win this? Is Rory going to win? You go to go to the Masters, you got a Rory story because of the great career Grand Slam. You go to the PGA, you got a, a Spieth story because of the career Grand Slam. You go to the U.S. Open, you got a Phil story because of the career Grand Slam. But those are your stories. I, you know, Ricky Fowler is a big name. He's in a lot of commercials. You know, every time you turn around, he's got a commercial. But uh, the the thing is, is he hasn't, you know, he hasn't played since August. Well, he just he just got married, Hank. Yeah, he got married and t- he went on a, a a big honeymooner. I've got a I've got a, a news break for you guys too. This is a, what's that? This is a for factual news break. Uh, we had a th- this morning in between all of the uh, fiasco that I was going through, we had one of the top trainers on the PGA Tour came in and gave a seminar to our teachers, and okay. he said he said. I, I didn't tell him I was going to say this. I don't want to say the guy's name. This guy's one of the top trainers on the PGA Tour. He says Ricky Fowler will be in the tank all year long. Tank all year long. He's uh, this is a big big deal. This wedding deal is going to be a big uh, a big celebration for him. He's got a uh, he's not thinking about golf, is what he says. So all year long, I, I wouldn't look for Ricky Fowler doing much this next year is what the trainer said not to be like you know negative but what what has he done anyways (laughs) well he is in a lot of commercials like you said and you know he did win this last year didn't he yeah he won at phoenix right so okay i mean he is always considered one of the top players well, he's 21st in the world. Well, we'll probably talk about him. A lot of players think that he's due to win a major. That's what the players think, Hank. The players think that. He's 21st in the world. I know. He's been a tremendous letdown for us. And I know you were a big Ricky Fowler fan. Are no, you still I still on am. That band I, 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 I love Ricky that band Fowler. Wagon? But I mean, I just like when you, you talk about, you know, Ricky Fowler is going to be in the tank this year because somebody says it because he got married. I mean, like, where was he all this last year? He's won. He won once. He won once. Well, that's a good year for him. I mean, when he wins once, it's a it's a good year for him. But I wouldn't say that you know, like, he's like just knocking on the door of of taking over the you know the the tour. I mean, he's he's a very talented player. He's you know a, he's he's a very good player. Uh, you know, and, and, but I mean, I don't look at him and say, you know, geez, he's he's just going to, you know, or he's getting ready to just take off. I mean, he just there's just a lot of not much. I mean, that's all I can say. I mean, it's, you know, he played in 20 events last year. He had a first at the uh, at, at Phoenix. He came second. Uh, Where did he come second? Somewhere else at Honda, you know, tough course. Uh, and then he, you know, and then, and then what else, what else did he do? I mean, uh, you know, he, he's got six top tens out of 20 tournaments, got 11 top 25s, you know, he missed two cuts, you know, I mean, and that, and just, that'll get you 19th on the FedEx cup and, and, uh, almost $4 million, 55,000 short of $4 million is what it'll get you. 
And then, and, 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 uh, $4 million, it is nothing compared to what this guy makes. He probably, uh, triples that off the course. I bet he does. You say, you said earlier that you think that he may be the odd man out. Let's say Brooks Kepka tells Tiger, I cannot go. Well, then is, then Rick, is Ricky back Fowler in. back in? He's, well, or he's back or in. Kevin Na. Kevin Na. What about Kevin Na? I like Na 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 Na. I like him. He could be in. I mean, he's won two times in the last last eleven months, but he's he's one of those guys that's uh, sitting there, and he could uh, he could get back in. I mean, he you know, but I I don't know. I mean, it, it that's kind of what it's it's look. My, my one of my points here though is is that this doesn't there is no real decision here. I mean, if you if Ricky doesn't get in, he hasn't played since August, and he's you know was eleventh on the list. Uh, you know, he's he's more interested in in doing what he's doing right now. Who who would blame him? And, and by the way, do you think I know guys are live and die Ryder Cup? They like they love to play in the Ryder Cup. But do you really think that? Do you think guys are live and die President's Cup, especially with the December 9th through 15th date? Do you think they even even really care? I mean, like like if I get passed over, I mean, if I was Kepka, I'd I'd be like, I don't know. I mean, I I gotta be honest with you. You see it in basketball all the time. Okay, let's just say let's just say somebody had a bad knee. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh bad knee. Kepka's got a bad knee. Let's say it doesn't need surgery because if it needs surgery for sure he's he's you know not he's not in. But let's say let's say it doesn't need surgery. It's a bad knee, doesn't need surgery. Would anybody in the NBA play in the World Cup? This isn't the the Olympics. This isn't even close to the Olympics. This is the President's Cup, a stupid made for TV PGA Tour money grab uh, event that there's no way in the world they could lose. Uh, and, and you don't get paid for playing, by the way. It, maybe some contracts are tied in a little. Hey, if you make the President's Cup, you get a little bump in your contract. I don't know. It's, it's probably unlikely. But why would any would, would any NBA player, uh, do you think any NBA player, would they play in the World Cup if they had a, 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 a hurt knee? Tim, do you think they would? No, not at all. The World Cup was just recently yeah. in the NBA too, and they just got. I mean, they made it. They they were terrible. They had players full of twenty somethings, twenty one, twenty two year old players. The best player on the team was Kemba Walker, and he's like a yeah. second year player. He's not a second year player. He's like a top. He's like a tier three player in the NBA. He's no superstar by any means. LeBron, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. None of these guys had any interest. In playing in the world, well, Cup a lot of them are hurt. A lot of them are hurt. Anybody with with any anybody with more than a hangnail was out. That's right. my point. Why, why would why would Kepka play? That's a good point, Hank. You know, back in the day, people didn't play, and nobody thought anything of it. Really? Back in the day, yeah. Oh, Ryder Cup. Like Tom Weiskopf went bear hunting or something one one year and didn't play in the Ryder Cup. I think I got that right. That that day, yeah. the days no more. I mean that that's the Ryder Cup's a no, big deal no, now. No. Well, but 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 yet if you drop out and you don't play in the NBA, if you don't play in the World Cup, you don't play in the even in the Olympics. They they need you. You might get a little mentioned somewhere. Somebody will write an article just because they they need to write about something. Somebody will write about something. But it's not like it's it's that big of a deal. 
I I think uh, I think Kepka should rest. I mean, I think he should. I, I I would be shocked if he didn't. Yeah. But you know, it is a PGA Tour event, like you talked about. Do you think they're going to get pressure from the the lead guys like the Jay Monahans and guilt them into playing because it's for them and this is for to build the the sport and uh, you're going to be um, an oh, international geez. player and all that stuff. Will the will the players buy into that? I don't know, maybe, but it, I don't even. I don't think so. Do you? I don't know. I don't really think so. It's December. I mean, I you know they might practice a week before and then play. I, I don't. I don't see it happening. I don't see it. Here's something to confirm your time Weisskopf story here, Hank. So he was selected in for in the 1977 squad for the American team. He thought so little of the contest, he turned it down in place of a bear hunting exhibition. See, to, I was right. To to Alaska, yeah. to Alaska. He went to Alaska instead of playing in the Ryder Cup. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an exhibition. Boy, that pisses people off when I say that. Oh, my <laughs> God, that pisses them off, doesn't it? Oh, my God. Is it not an exhibition? Well, it is, but, I mean, we make it a lot more than that. Yeah, sure. you're not allowed to say that though. Nobody wants to hear that. That that that, that gets everybody bent out of shape. All right, let's take a let's take a little break. Uh, uh, hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back on the Hank Kenny podcast. All right. So the President's Cup uh, picks are co- are coming up. And uh, Steve, we haven't gotten your—you know—you're the great predictor, right? So let's uh, let's 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 hear it. You've influenced me a lot, Hank. I mean, I've been listening to you. I've been listening to these podcasts, and you have a lot of logic behind what you're talking okay. about. You know, I mean, first of all, you say that you know why? Why in the world would Tiger even go out on a limb and pick somebody? Why wouldn't he go right down down the list? And you know what? I'm—I I think you got me on that. You kind of the great predictor is going to go almost. Right down the list, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, we, we're picking four players, correct? You've got to go with yep. the Finau. Finau just barely missed. He played well the, the year before. I mean, they, they add two years' worth of FedEx Cup points in there. Like this year's FedEx Cup points are worth more, worth double. But Tony Finau just <laughs> okay. missed. Yeah. you got to go with the U.S. Open champion, Gary Woodland, at Pebble yeah. Beach, the John Bodenhamer era of, uh, of yeah. USGA. First one that wasn't screwed up in forever. Right, right. Um, I'm going to skip over number 11 and 12 right now. Uh, 11 and 12 are Ricky Fowler and Patrick Reed. I'm, I'm saying that they're not going to be okay. on the team. you got to go to number 13, Tiger Woods, will be uh, number 11 on the team. And then number 12 on the team, I'm going out on a limb, Hank. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking PGA Tour. I'm, I'm channeling Jay Monahan. Jay Monahan really wants the Golden Boy in on this tournament. You're going to go down to Australia. Who's the Golden the Boy? The Golden Boy would be Jordan Speed. I'm picking Jordan no, Speed. Geez, he's not going to make the team. I can't yeah, believe that. That's why they call that. me the great predictor. Oh, my. You are going to go with that? You're going to be on record as a, a big owl. Tony right Finau. Lose Tony Finau. Gary. You're, <laughs> Gary going, you're picking Jordan Speed? <laughs> you're calling me a loser after the day I've had today? Oh, oh, okay. Geez. Gary Woodland, Tony L. Finau. That's an L sign. Tiger right? Woods. I can't believe you just went with that. Jeez. Jordan oh Speed. That's going you know, to. I'll let you take that Book back, it. Steve. I'll let you take. I don't. I, I, you're, you, I, 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 I named you the great predictor, and, 
rarely do you ever get anything right. Hey, three out of four is not bad. It's kind of a joke, really, that you're the great predictor. But I, 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 I can't let you. I can't let you own that pick. If, really? I'm going to let you back out of it. You're going to you give want. me a mulligan on that one? I'll give you a mulligan. You can back out of okay. that pick if you want. Because okay. I really would hate to see that on your okay. record. Because you did get a couple things right, I think. What did you get right last week? You told me you got something right. Uh, I got the uh, Cowboys victory. I got that because they were by. They were by. <laughs> who, did, who else did I pick? I, I can't remember what else I picked. I picked so uh, you many. You picked Hank. a football game I picked or something. So many uh, you that, picked that a, it's hard to remember. You picked somebody to beat the Dolphins or something, and you picked, the, although the Dolphins okay, won. Okay, so you're uh, giving me a mulligan. Day. Here's my mulligan. I'm going to go Tony you, Finau. You're gonna, you, <laughs> Jordan Spieth. Gary Woodland. Team, Steve. Tiger Woods. And if I can't go yeah. the Golden Boy, I'm going Captain America. I'm going to go Patrick Reed. Well, he that's okay, but that that's that 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 gives you uh, my back end is a great predictor. That's then? four guys. Yeah, that's me. That's four guys. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you so so who got out? Fowler got left out. Yeah, Fowler's out. Okay, and and who goes in? Who the question is who goes in if Kepka if Kepka uh, doesn't play? Well, I mean, I, I I'm going to have to go just because you you ripped me on my Jordan. You got speed. You got. I, I mean, I want speed. I want speed on that team. Okay, you can have speed. Okay. You can have speed. I'll let you have speed. I, I want speed on that team. I want him on the. Team. That's the stupidest pick I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you picked speed. And he's calls me the oh, great geez. predictor, and then he's criticizing the picks. And oh, you know what? And I will accept your apology when they do pick Jordan Speed. I will accept gladly accept your apology. I think Steve's going to take Hank to the rules official for allowing him a mulligan. He's not going to pick Speeth. I mean, I, I like Speeth. I wish he'd pick Speeth. He's not going to. Okay, pick so Spieth. who do you have? Who are you for? Are you going safe? Are well, you going safety first? No, he's he, he's he, he's going to. It's going to it's going to boil down to whether or not it's going to be the the Finau and and Woodland and uh, Captain America. You know, everybody's uh, forgiven him for his outburst at the Ryder Cup. He's he's back in. And uh, Tiger, and you know that's that's your top four, and then the backup is the the first alternate pick is if Kepka doesn't play, and that is either Ricky or uh, Kevin Na Na Na. That's 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 what you got right there, and it's now that's what's going to be interesting to me, because if you go Ricky, then it's totally a boys' club, it's a task force pick. Uh, you're, it, it, it says you're never making the team if you if if you're a journeyman that is on the fringes. Uh, you're not going to ever make it if if you take Ricky Fowler. You got to be part of the boys' club, and it's a foreshadow to what you might see at the Ryder Cup when uh, Stricker makes his picks. Of course, they'll they'll hide behind everybody wanted this guy. Of course, they did because he's their their buddy. They all like Ricky. I like Ricky too. Uh, but it's just I don't think that's how you pick, and that that's what you're going to see now. Nas, you know, won in Vegas. Uh, you know, he's won two terms the last eleven months. Won a Colonial, uh, Charles Schwab uh, Cup, and uh, he, you know, he's if he's ever going to make a team, this is it right here. Give a throw the guy a bone. Give him a, give him a bone. And Ricky's going to play in plenty of of cups and and Presidents Cups and Ryder Cups and Cup Cups and. You know, he played in the Olympics and got his tattoo on his arm, and he's he's all he's all good on that stuff. He's now he's, he's on a, a honeymoon, and uh, you know, good for him, uh, happy for him. But let somebody else play. That's that should that would be my. I, if it was me on this stuff, it would there would be no picks. 
No picks on Ryder Cup, no picks on President's Cup, none. Just write Zero. down the list? Write down the list, 1 through 12. And if you don't want to play, just let us know. We'll take you off. No problem. We'll go to 13. If you don't want to play, we'll go to we'll go to we'll go to 14. Uh, somebody else doesn't want to play, go to 15. Uh, you don't you don't you know you sh- I don't think you should have to play or you get shamed on social media and everywhere else. If you don't want to play, you don't want to play. They don't get paid. I understand representing your country. I think it's a lot to ask for guys to to have to play one of these freebies, and especially this one, because this is just a PGA Tour money grab, uh, t- made for TV. It's not even a competition. It's a joke. They're never going to lose. And I, I, I think they should just it should go right off the points list now, because this means something to 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 some guys. Some you know, like a, a Kevin Na, it would be a, a lifetime memory for him to play on one Ryder Cup team or one Presidents Cup team. It would be huge. And the guy's been a, a, a huge supporter of the PGA Tour. Uh, you know, he's, he's out there grinding away. You know, he's made a ton of money, Steve. My goodness. I mean, like 20, I don't know what, what he's made. I, I quoted it at Vegas. I think it's like, over 30 million. Yeah, over 30 okay, million. Over $30 million. It's, it's ridiculous. But still, I, you know, throw the guy a bone. Uh, I, you know, the, 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 the one thing that they do get out of it is it does elevate him. You know, there's certain levels of of respect that you get as a player. Um, you know, one of them is just being on the PGA Tour because that's that's one level, and that's a that's a, a great accomplishment. Another level is when you you know you keep your card. Okay, that's something. Uh, then you know it, it's like qualifying for. The players' championship, because that's you know you got to be a certain amount on the on the money list to qualify for that, or the FedEx Cup list. You know, it's never not the money list anymore. It's FedEx Cup because they want to promote that. And so that's a level. Then it's qualifying for uh, World Golf Championship events, qualifying for the majors and especially the Masters. That's a you know another level. Uh, making it to the uh, Tour Championship, you know, to the First cutoff, the second cutoff, then making it to East Lake for the finals. That's another level. And then the next level is obviously being a tour winner is a level. But then the next level in the progression really is being a, a cup player, President's Cup or Ryder Cup. And when, you know, guys can say that they've done that, uh, you know, it means something. It's, 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 a, it's a something you got. Uh, you know, I don't know what it, it it necessarily does for you financially, but it, it it elevates you. And I think because of that, when it's a freebie deal, nobody gets paid. It just builds your resume, builds you up a little bit. And I think, you know, because of that, I, I think you should you should just go one through twelve. Shouldn't be a shouldn't be a a, a buddy a buddy system kind of thing. So. Uh, we'll see. It, 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 it'll be interesting. I just I want to see whether uh, Tiger says I uh, hardest call I ever had to make. That's what I'm waiting for. When he had to call somebody, I don't know who he's. I don't know who he's going to say that to. Uh, might be Nah. Might be Ricky Fowler. Might be one of those two guys. If if uh, uh, Kepka drops out, you know, it might be one of those guys, or it might be two of them. He might have to make two calls. Oh my gosh, what a tough day that'll be, having to make two calls. The guy that finished uh, 21st in points and, uh, you know, another guy who hadn't played golf since August, 
Uh, and you got to call them and say, hey, I didn't pick you. You know, that's a that's a tougher, tough one, tough one, really tough. All right, guys, uh, good stuff today. Minnesota Tim, appreciate it. Uh, great predictor, Steve Johnson. Uh, always uh, good to be with you, too. And uh, what do you guys have to say? Anything? You know, I... Hank, I th- you make a lot of sense with this stuff, but I'm still thinking <laughs> Jordan Speed. Oh and there's my one. Gosh, that's I'm going to leave you with this, Hank. Right. I'm going to leave you with this. Okay, leave me. Tiger yeah. Woods, he may have a tough day when he has to make those phone calls to the players, but I guarantee you, not as tough as a day that I had when a guy called that was impacted. No way. <laughs> no way is it going to be that Whatever tough. That means. Oh, jeez. All right, I love it. I love it. Well, that's uh, it's it's uh, a great visual right there, Steve. Great visual. All right, uh, remember to send in your uh, videos of your swings to uh, golfschools at hankhaney.com. and Steve or one of the guys will check it out and get back to you. We get a lot of people sending videos. It's absolutely free. You can send in as many as you want. Uh, give you a little diagnosis and a plan to get working on to help you get better at the game. And we want to encourage people to do that. It's not a big deal. I don't know. We got a lot of people, Steve, some of our audience is not, you know, they're like you. They're not really technically great. So they maybe they think it's above their uh, skill level, but it's really not. I mean, all you got to do is just, just click that. Like if you got an iPhone, there's, you take a picture or a video, there's this little box down the left-hand corner and you just touch on that box. And all you got to do is just, enter in an email address golfschools at hankhaney.com and, and there it is boom it's right there to steve and he'll he'll get back to you i tell you hank there's a lot of people that are doing it and they're getting all right. better so. all right good well let's let's get let's get more people doing it and then you can call the show uh leave a message if you'd like and uh, minnesota tim will, will monitor all those we'll get some of you on the show 833-426-5763 extension 801 uh, you can follow me on twitter at hank haney and, of course, you can email questions to hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And we'll be back again with you tomorrow on the Hank Haney Podcast. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.